The time is 9 o'clock, and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM. Hello, and welcome to Tanchamar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Wednesday, October 25th. On today's show... Just that place called Frosty Hollow. You're already starting from from an advantage with that when you're a writer. <laughs> Sackville's Andrew Ennels and Live Bait Theatre are bringing three supernatural tales from Tanchamar to the stage this week. We'll chat more with Ennels about his play Shivers, which debuts tonight in Amherst, coming up shortly. But first, some news and information briefs. At Monday's Tanchamar Council meeting, Treasurer Michael Beale delivered the news that some residents are at risk of losing water service due to unpaid bills. Shut-off notices are issued for any account owing at least $250, which is also more than 90 days past due. This year, 156 notices went out to Tanchamar Water and Sewer customers in Dorchester and Sackville. As of today, uh, there still remains 10 accounts out of the 156 that were issued letters uh, that are subject to potential shutoff and may be shut off in the coming days and weeks. Um, all we have asked individuals is to make arrangements to pay and to follow those arrangements. So if the water does get shut off, um, they have obviously not done either of those, at uh, which time uh, in order to have the water turned back on, there would need to be a significant uh, payment towards the account to, to do so. That's Treasurer Michael Beal addressing Council on Monday afternoon. While garbage disposal in the southeast is handled by ECO360, the landfill operators of the Southeast Regional Service Commission, Garbage collection has so far been up to municipalities to manage on their own. And in Sackville and Dorchester, the contracts for the pickup have gone to Miller Waste. But it looks like the town could be seeing a significant cost increase after December 31st this year, when the contracts for Sackville and Dorchester expire. Town engineer John Eppel told council that negotiations were underway with Miller Waste to combine Dorchester and Sackville under a single extended contract, but that price was bound to go up. Miller Waste has pointed out that fuel costs have increased since the contract was signed back in 2018-19 by 72%. Minimum wage has gone up 31%. Truck purchase prices have gone up 90%. And truck repair costs are up 24% in the period from just 2020 to 2022. Apple said that one recent contract renewal between the province and a waste collection company went up 78% upon renewal. But although Tanchamar's costs will go up, it looks like it won't be as severe as that. So we've been back and forth with Miller many times. Uh, just got some information on Friday and managed to get them down to a request of a 34% increase from 2023 to 2024. Uh, there will be more information coming to you in the next meeting with a recommendation. But at, at this point, that's, that's where we're going with the negotiation. Apple says that a 34% increase could mean about $90,000 more in collection costs starting in 2024. At Monday's Tanchamar Council meeting, Director of Corporate Services Kieran Miller gave an update on Tanchamar's branding exercise, which started in June. We're close to the finish line on this one and hope to be presenting uh, to Council next month. Just a little tricky trying to schedule with all the uh, budget meetings, trying to be respectful of council time. <laughs> and also, um, this is a big and exciting um, move for councils or for, yeah, for the community. So we want to make sure it's presented appropriately. 
Um, it's going to be a really important tool for how we communicate with residents and the public. And as we've said before, it's much more than just a logo. Um, it's letterhead, it's print materials, it's um, our fleet, it's visitor guides, business uh, cards, and signed is just to name a few things. Um, the process has taken a little extra time, but we feel it's really important to get it right. The branding exercise involved hiring consultants who conducted public engagement sessions and a survey to help come up with a new look for the municipality. The project cost $68,000 and the town asked the province to cover $50,000 of that as part of amalgamation expenses. A new brand will make way for other projects such as a new Town of Tanchamar website. Currently, the town uses both the Sackville and Dorchester websites to post about town business. In the summer, Miller told CHMA that a new website could be included in the 2024 Tanchamar capital budget. Now on to today's feature interview. Tonight in Amherst, Live Bait Theatre debuts a new play written and directed by Sackville local Andrew Annals. Shivers, Three Supernatural Tales from Tanchamar is playing at the Performers Theatre Studio on Fairfield Road from Thursday to Saturday, and tickets are selling fast. Annals dropped by CHMA Studios to talk about the production. Andrew Annals, thanks so much for joining us at the station. Oh, thank you very much. It's nice to be back on CHMA. Okay, that's right. You have a history with CHMA. I do, you yeah. You want to share, share your, uh, your... It's not extensive, but, uh, you know, when I was in high school, um, I, I did a little bit of broadcasting here. I was mostly sort of a fill-in character, um, but a lot of my friends had uh, shows as well. So I spent a lot of time in the old CHMA office with the okay. teletype, getting hot news and weather reports right off the, the printer. <laughs> yes, the teletype. <laughs> Okay, so these days you're putting your talents to to a different pursuit, a spooky set of stories uh, at Live Bait this week. Yep. Tell us about Shivers. Uh, Shivers is three tales of uh, supernatural tantrumer. Um, there's so many just great ghost stories. This is such a, a, a wonderfully spooky town. Are, is this a superstitious region or what is it about? Like, well, it's, I mean, there's, a, it's, it's, um, it's a nexus, right? We're right at the, the center of the Maritimes, people passing through. We have a lot of disparate, um, kind of aspects to our community. Um, and it's also that setting of the Tantramar Marsh, you know, in the fun day fog rolling in and just all these big spooky Victorian houses downtown. You know? <laughs> yeah. For me, when I was a kid growing up here and, um, especially Halloween, that was such a, a perfect, um, you know, picture perfect kind of version of what that, that night felt like. So, uh, yeah, in this case, I just kind of wanted to bring that back and felt like, uh, you know, doing it, doing a play was a great way to kind of share some, some local stories. Okay. Can you give us a, a like a sneak peek at what, what some <laughs> of the stories are or a little bit about them? Yeah. Well, it's three stories. Um, the first story is uh, not well known because it's one that, um, was is a personal one in a sense, um, based on I was involved in a production um, in the sort of late '90s that was being run out of the old schoolhouse up near Silver Lake, um, and we were told some stories about that building, and so that's you know kind of the the genesis of the first story, um, and then the second story is called the Phantom Fiddler of Frosty Hollow. Okay, which I mean, just that place called Frosty Hollow, you're already starting from from an advantage with that when you're a writer. <laughs> uh, but that's kind of, um, you know, that it, it's an old story. There's so many, you know, maritime stories of, um, you know, haunted fiddles and haunted houses and yeah. sort of bringing it all together. So it, it kind of comes from that. And then the third story is about the Marsh Witch. Um, this was 
this is a very old kind of local legend that really has kind of fallen out of people's consciousness over the last, you know, decade or two or three. But I still remember kind of hearing just sort of warnings, don't go in the marsh at night, you know, the marsh witches out there. So that's one where I did um, some research and found, oh, there's stories about it from Amherst. Oh, there's other stories that kind of, you know, reflect on this as well. So it was a case of, let's see if we can weave all those strands together and find a way to unify it. So, so I mean, they're, they're you know, ghost stories um, and they're creative stories at the same time. So. All right. And you're, you're producing these through, through with live bait. That's theater. right. Yeah. Um, now, is like is theater a passion of yours? Do you have a background there? I did, yeah. I, I mean, I grew up, again, around the same time I was doing CHMA, I was doing a lot of live bait. I was in, um, you know, Mount Allison plays. I was in high school plays. Um, so I did a lot of theater, you know, from the time I was about 10 to, to 16 or 17, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and then haven't really done a lot of it. And then last summer, I, I was back in town full-time, and um, Charlie Reindress, emailed me and said, hey, we have a role that might be good for you. I remember you doing shows a long time ago. Can you still do it? So kind of got back into it, really just really um, felt, you know, the joy of of that kind of performance again, which was nice. So it's kind of continued on from there. Okay. Now, so you're the writer and director. Yeah. Uh, Are you also going to be acting in these, in these uh i'm production? not appearing on stage okay. no. all right okay okay yeah, yeah <laughs> unless, unless something goes wrong i always think it's crazy <laughs> when people try to do all the roles at once because you know that's enough to yes. do is just to be directing and writing give us a few of the details about where and when just, sure yeah uh well it's being held at the uh at sackville spookiest intersection fairfield <laughs> road and queens road um, <laughs> at the Performers Theatre Company uh, space. Uh, it's in that little brick building um, and uh, right on the end. Um, it's a very small theatre. So as it turns out, all of our 7 p.m. shows are sold out now. Oh, my gosh. Um, but on Friday night and Saturday night, we have some 9 p.m. you know, late night shows, which we just felt was a great way to... To, to do it. Um, there's still tickets available for those. Okay. Uh, we're also doing it, uh, premiering it really tomorrow night um, at uh, the Cubic Theater in Amherst as part of Esterfest, which is their ghost story festival. Okay. Is that so Wednesday night? That's Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Um, and I know there are still tickets available for that one too. Okay. All right. Now, um, I have to ask this as a family person myself. Is this, uh, is this I mean, how scary are we talking here? Because, <laughs> you know, if people have five-year-olds or 10-year-olds or, you know, I mean, you know, do you recommend or do you not? Um, you know, <laughs> it's hard to tell. I think it would really depend on the on the child. Of course. There is yeah. no um, foul language in the show, so that's a start. Um, PG. PG. Yeah. It's pretty PG. <laughs> uh, I would say more than scary, there's some surprises. Okay. Um, and then there's a few things that are, are spooky. Um, okay. I don't think anybody is going to really be watching between their fingers, but you never know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. So kids, I mean, if, if, if you're bringing a, a child, they got to be ready for a jump scare and maybe some spooky. Yeah. Some yeah. spooky atmosphere. Some spooky stuff. Of course, okay. they'd also be up very late if they're yeah. coming to the 9 p.m. shows. <laughs> yes, so true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything else that people should know before, you know, if they're thinking about uh, dropping in? To oh, well, yeah. We, uh, if you are coming and uh, you wear your costume, there will be a treat bag for you. Okay. So you'll get some free some free treats if you show up in costume, which is great. The show is only about an hour and 15 minutes. So even if you come to the 9 p.m. show, um, you can still be back downtown for whatever you need to be at uh, later on that night, um, right. you know, within within minutes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So so add shivers to your to your Halloween weekend sort of plans. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much, Andrew. Thank you. 
That's Andrew Ennels, writer and director of Shivers, Three Supernatural Tales of Tanchamar, which debuts in Amherst tonight, before moving to shows at the Performers Theatre on Fairfield Road from Thursday to Saturday. That's it for Tanchamar Report for this Wednesday, October 25th. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the Local Journalism Initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. My name is Esther from Ada's Cafe, and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. And now the weather. Today, a mix of sun and cloud becoming cloudy this afternoon. Fog patches dissipating earlier this morning. Wind becoming southwest 20 kilometers an hour, gusting to 40 this afternoon, high of 17, UV index 3 or moderate. Tonight, cloudy, 30% chance of showers this evening, clearing before morning, fog passes developing overnight, wind southwest 20 kilometers an hour, gusting to 40, becoming light overnight, low of 11. Tomorrow, Thursday, mainly sunny, fog passes dissipating early in the morning, high of 18, UV index 3 or moderate. Thursday night, cloudy periods, 60% chance of showers, low of 11. Friday, cloudy with 60% chance of showers, high of 19. Friday night, cloudy periods, low of 10. Good morning, beautiful CHMA listeners. That was your Tantramar Report with Erica and your top-of-the-hour weather with Omver. I'm your late morning host, JC, and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, Voice of the Marshes. The time is 9.14, and how about some local announcements? So, the Sackville Curling Club is hosting their annual Christmas craft show and dessert cafe on October 27th and October 28th. Head down to 22 Lansdowne between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. on Friday or between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. on Saturday to support the fundraiser, interact with local artisans, and maybe even win a handcrafted door prize. General admission is $2 and kids under 12 get in for free. All right. Also, every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon, kids aged zero to five can have fun at a free and accessible indoor playground at the Dorchester Veterans Community Center. Adult supervision is required and for more information please email dorchesterplayground at gmail.com. All right last announcement for now for you all. Every Thursday at 7 30 p.m. the Sackville Film Society plays a film at the Amherst Theater. Tickets are $10, and this week's film is Swan Song, directed by Chelsea McMullen. Chelsea McMullen's Intimate Process documentary takes us inside the National Ballet of Canada's 2022 production of Swan Lake, choreographed for the first time by the company's artistic director, Karen Kane, who famously debuted in the ballet in 1971. For more information, please head to sackvillefilmsociety.com. 
So you'll definitely want to check that out tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. at the Amherst Theatre. It's going to be a blast. All right. Up next, on this lovely Wednesday morning, we have, for you beautiful listeners, Canadian indie band Postmodern Connection with their song, If You Care. and you are listening to CHMA. Me mm-hmm. 
And that was Exoskeleton by La Force. And if you are just joining us, before that, we had If You Care by Postmodern Connection. I'm your late morning host, JC, and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Broadcasting to you all live from the third floor of the Mount Allison Student Center. The time is 9.23 And I will be vibing with you all until about 10 when we will have the program Wings come on to help elevate your late Wednesday morning. Up next for you, though, Canadian artist Jesse Speed with his song, Tin Paper Man. I run, 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 I
Join us Saturdays at 6pm as we dive into the vibrant world of Amapiano, the genre that's been taking the world by storm all the way from South Africa to your ears right here on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sacramento. You're too good for that 